one of the things that I want to say is very often when people are stressed um, or upset about something, the manner in which it comes out is that because you feel safest with your spouse, it will leak onto the spouse. You sense your spouse might need a little extra help. Dr. Karen Sherman weighs in on how you can lend a helping hand and get them to accept it. Stay tuned. Our 2015 holiday gift guide for married couples is out. It has ideas for him, her, the family, and a little bit extra. So go ahead, check it out. Visit hitchedmag.com. And of course, if you get the newsletter, you already know this. To get the newsletter, go to hitchedmag.com and click the newsletter link. Happy holidays. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. So Karen is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Uh, Karen has her own podcast called Take 5 to Empower Your Relationships, uh, which airs every Wednesday on the Sex Talk Radio Network. Uh, she is an author. Uh, she also has a, a program of audio and video tools at her website, drkarensherman.com, called Pillars for Partnership. You can check that out. But today, uh, we are going to talk about how to support your spouse uh, when they need to lean on you. Um, There are many different circumstances, Karen, when your spouse needs your support. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, first, there's, uh, I think there's some pretty obvious situations where they would need to lean on you, um, where big traumatic things happen. But if nothing dramatic has happened um, that you know of, how can you tell if your spouse needs your support? I think the best way, because I don't want to say look for this, this, and this, I think the best thing to do is look to see if there's a change in behavior from your spouse. So if your spouse is always somebody who is talkative and now they're not as talkative as usual. If your spouse is always somebody who watches the news in the living room at 10 o'clock and now all of a sudden they're not doing that, you want to look to see if there's something different in their behavior. And if it's one day, no biggie. Everybody's got a bad day. Mm -hmm. But if you notice that it goes on for a couple of days, then it's probably... Um, an indicator that something isn't right. So I I would use that as the barometer. Okay. And I mean, we've talked about changes of behavior in the past, which could be a variety of things that cause it from infidelity, like they're having an affair um, to, I mean, maybe they're going through a midlife crisis. I mean, is this one of those situations where if you're noticing that change in behavior, it's time to start um, using your communication skills? Well, that obviously would be, you know, the best way to do it. Um, But again, you know, you start out by saying it doesn't have to be anything big. The person could be having that they're not feeling well and they don't 
want to discuss it with you, but, you know, they're concerned a little bit about their health. There could be something going on at work that's been troubling them. Um, there could be, if they're the person who handles the finances, that they feel that they're going to be a little bit short on being able to pay certain bills this particular month. So it could be any number of things. But again, um, generally, if you're troubled by something, then it's going to show up in the manner in which you behave. Um, and again, I don't want to um, state specifically, look for X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but if you know your mate well enough, then you can tell when something is different. And that's an indicator that something is, you know, off track, shall we say. Okay. Um, let's, okay. So let's say that you have found that they do need your support, um, mm -hmm. even if they won't even admit it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, by the way, Steve, that's a really good point because especially, and I know I'm being, you know, I, I'm stereotyping now, but especially for men, a lot of times they don't even know that something isn't right. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're just not as in touch with their feelings as a woman may be. So a woman may pick up that, gee, you're not acting exactly the way you normally do. And a guy may not even be aware of it. Um, so again, if a woman is really sensitive and she picks up, you know, like your energy's off or, you know, you're a little bit more irritable than you normally are, um, she may be more aware of it than he is. And that actually is a... It's an interesting point too because a lot of times what what would happen is you know the wife might pick up on something and ask the husband is everything okay and mm -hmm. you know they snap back right like, I'm exactly. fine I'm uh, you know there's nothing right. wrong with me right and <laughs> and she's clearly seen that something is wrong exactly um so when you when you get that kind of a response um you know that something's wrong they will not admit it or look inward to see what might be causing those reactions um, what's a way that you can show your emotional support and kind of help them through this process? Um, I guess the best way to do it is to say, start out by saying, look, I may be wrong or, you know, I may be being too sensitive, put it on yourself and say, but I've sort of noticed that the last couple of days you seem, you know, not yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to label it. You know, you just don't seem yourself am I picking something up? Are you aware of anything? You know, is there anything that's on your mind? Anything you want to talk about? Just make it, you know, sort of general um, so that you're not attacking the person. You're not labeling the person. You're not even putting it on the person. Yeah. You give them a lot of freedom, a lot of openness where um, it gives them the ability to, um, you know, say something without feeling as if they're going to be judged or attacked. Okay. And if they don't open up to you? Well, I think that if it continues, then you go back to them and you say, you know, you know, I, I told you that I noticed this and I know that you said there isn't anything really going on, but this has sort of been happening now for about a week. And do you mind if I give you a couple of examples? Because I'm concerned, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not angry, you know, it's nothing like that, but I do have some concerns, you know, would you mind, as I, as I said a moment ago, would you mind if I offered you a couple of examples? Mm -hmm. And do you offer some sort of like open invitation of, you know, I'm here for you if you need oh, anything or if you need to talk or. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, 
And I'm assuming that if you want to support your spouse with actions, um, do you need to know what the problem is in order to offer that support? Or can you start doing things um, that helps them? I think that you can absolutely start doing things. And remember that actions can be in lots of different ways. So one action might be where you actually leave them alone and give them some more space. If you've got the kind of person who shuts down or goes into themselves when they're upset, that the action you might do is to give them that space and let them go into themselves. Um, an action could be where maybe you just put your hand on their shoulder as you're walking by to sh let them know that you're connecting a little bit more. Um, an action might be where if you notice um, that they're just sort of yucky. How's that for a professional word? Um, <laughs> Very clinical. <laughs> yes, that maybe you pick up a little bit more on their chores because maybe they're feeling a little overwhelmed. So there's lots of different ways that you can show support um, that doesn't necessarily require that we have a sit down and you've got to, you know, open up and vent to me. Okay. And sometimes, you know, we've been talking about this scenario as if you don't know what's wrong. There's nothing to say that you you might actually do know what's wrong. Um, they might have a extremely busy week um, at work or something. Uh, and they might just be overwhelmed. And so when they come home, their domestic duties uh, are getting left in the dust because they have right. no energy left. Um, and you, you know, and good communication and, you know, proactively, you know, ultimately that's what this podcast is about is hopefully people get to the point where, they will be able to help their spouse lean on them, not as, you know, trying to dig for the secret treasure, but they, they understand what's happening and they can offer this support right. ahead of time. Right. One of the things that I want to say is very often when people are stressed um, or upset about something, the manner in which it comes out is that because you feel safest with your spouse, it will leak onto the spouse. Mm. So you might, be irritable, you might target them, you might not speak as nicely, you know, whatever. And what I would suggest at that point is that the spouse say, look, you know, I could be off, but it seems to me that you're under stress or that something's troubling you. And I'm, you know, here to help. I'm here to, to, you know, listen, if that's what you want. I'm here to pick up some of the load, if that's what you want. But what's not okay is it's not okay for you to target me. That's, mm. that's not acceptable. So tell me, you know, in what way I can help you. And as I said, I'm glad to take on some of, you know, what you need me to do. But again, it's not okay for you to make me your target practice. Mm, good point. And I, I was thinking that it might also seem a bit counterintuitive, but I know, for example, um, exercise is a good stress reliever. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, your spouse might need just some alone time where they can read or, um, you know, get a massage or something like that. And so while they might have a thousand things on their plate and don't have that time, the way that you can help them is just giving them time. Exactly. To do to do those things that help them de-stress. 
Yes, yes. Well, before, you know, when I said give them some space and you said again, you know, that they might want to just sort of go read or be by themselves. But I think your idea is terrific also that you could say something like, you know what, you haven't been to the gym in a while. Why don't you go to the gym? I'm I'm okay. I can handle, you know, the kids homework tonight or whatever else, you know, go go for a run or whatever. So that's a great idea. Mm. Uh, Now. You know, we obviously families have more than just a husband and wife. Um, there mm-hmm. are kids, or there are uh, outside family siblings, or aunts and uncles, or in laws, or whatever. How can you get the rest of the fam? Like again, we want your. We're talking about your spouse leaning on you for support. Um, and how can you get it so that you the rest of the family doesn't pile onto them when they don't they don't need that extra weight. Well, I think, you know, with kids, what you can basically just say is, you know, listen, uh, let's say it's the guy. Um, Dad's got a lot of work lately. There's a lot going on. So for now, you know, just for now, come to me. If you've got homework problems, whatever, come to me. Um, Or, uh, you know, I think that we all need to pitch in right now. That's what a family does. We all help each other out. So for now, we're going to do a couple of extra things um, so that you you don't make it like, oh my God, you know, dad's having a terrible problem and there's really, you know, cause you don't want to scare the kids also. Sure. Um, but you know, uh, there are times where as a family, we have to help each other. And right now dad's got a lot going on at work and he needs us, you know, we all have to pitch in and help him. And here's the ways that we can help him. Okay. So I, I would present it that way. Okay. Um, and what what if what if you're talking with like the in-laws or something and they're, you know, so and so doesn't seem like themselves lately. Uh do you just tell them, you know, lots going on at work? Well, yeah. I mean, unless there's really a serious problem where you're going to need their support. Because okay. again, remember that you presented this podcast as there's nothing serious going on. Yeah, that's true. Know? Mm-hmm. Um I I would just say, you know, listen, you know, sometimes um, there's there's just stuff going on. There's extra work or whatever. There's no need for worry and, and minimize it, not make it like it's a whole big to-do because the last thing you want are extended family now, you know, like, oh, my God, what's wrong? You know, what's yeah. going on? You know, you don't need that extra burden. So you just say, no, no, everything is fine. You know, we all have times where things are a little bit busier or, you know, more difficult or whatever. And, you know, let's let's not make a whole big thing over it. That's a good point too because a lot of times we as a general generally speaking we like to um dive into the gossipy nature yeah. of things. So when when you know while we all strive to be, you know, in that pursuit of happiness, we know there are ebbs and flows in that and when something goes wrong, we like to start gossiping and talking about what it might be and you know so I think that's a great point of minimizing these things, particularly when that's what they call for is minimizing, not there's something major happening. It's just, you know, we get stressed sometimes. We have more things on our plate than other times of the year, that kind of thing. Right. Um, And lastly, we we talked about this a bit, but um, if, if you go to your spouse and they are extremely resistant to your efforts um, mm-hmm. and they continue to just push back, uh, how can you get them to, you know, lean in a bit? Mm-hmm. I Well, I think what's important is to know that each of us as people are different and the way that we want help or the way that we want love, you know, a la Gary Chapman, mm-hmm. 
um, might be different. So if I'm trying to um, show you my support by being very affectionate or by doing a sit down with you and saying, okay, let's talk, you know, like really let's talk this out and everything. And that is not going to be helpful to you. You know, as a matter of fact, I have a girlfriend that um, she and I process very differently. When something's upsetting me, I need to talk about it. And when something's upsetting her, she needs to go inside herself first and then talk about it. And we know that about each other. So if your spouse pushes back, like, you know, enough already, like, you know, I think the best thing to do is just say, in what way can I best help you right now? You know, in what way can I be, you know, most useful to you right now? What can I do for you? Um, and I think I would also add, you know, I would like to sort of check back with you in a couple of days and, you know, just sort of, you know, if you want me to do nothing, I'll do nothing. But th because that's me personally, Steve, you know, I sure. sort of feel like um, I can't sort of let things go and, <laughs> and feel like. I'm not helping. Yeah. So we just sort of ask permission and say, is it okay if I check back with you in a couple of days? Mm -hmm. But but ask, what is the best way I can help you? Because if I want to help you by doing A, B, and C, but you need X, Y, and Z, then that's not really being helpful at all. Well, I think that's a great point too about asking the person because what you're really do, doing is giving them the power right. um, to, 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 to accept or reject that your efforts um, rather than because I think sometimes what can happen is you want to be helpful and all you're doing is adding more burden to the plate. Right. Uh, right. Which is, which is, you know, just adding to the stress. Um, you know, this might sound, I don't know, sunshine and rainbows here, uh, but you know, one of the things that I, we, we like to do just in general is be proactive about this stuff. And so if you are not in this situation right now and you've listened this deep into the podcast, thank you very much. Um, and you don't really know how your spouse typically handles stress because it's not a, an ongoing occurrence. Um, should, should you just have a conversation with them? Like, you know, when you're stressed, like what do you, what do you do to relieve your stress or how do you, I mean, getting that information out now, as opposed to in that, I don't want to call it a crisis, but that crisis mode. I think that that's a great question to ask. I don't know if a lot of people will be able to be that self-reflective and, and know what they do or admit what they do or how they respond or, yeah. I mean, cause, yeah. because I mean, when you were talking just now, you just mentioned how, um, you, you and your friend respond differently. Right. Right. So, you know, how right. you, how you handle it. I feel like I kind of know how I handle it. I, I think I, I'm more probably in what your friend does. Um, so I'm guessing a lot of people listening to this will know how they respond to stressful situations, but you as your spouse might not have looked that deeply into it before. And mm -hmm. off the top of your head, it might be a little difficult to kind of, particularly if it doesn't happen a lot or it hasn't happened recently, you might have a hard time coming up with it. Um, right. so right. I'm, I guess I'm just throwing it out there as like a homework assignment that now, you know, this might not be relevant to you this very second but if you just have a two-second conversation like, oh, I was listening to this podcast today and they were talking about stressors and, you know, being supportive of your spouse and, you know, I was just curious, you know, when <laughs> how do you respond and, 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 you know, and what are ways that I can, you know, communicate with you about these things? Like I said, it sounds like sunshines and rainbows, but 
you know, these are important things and it can prevent a lot of fights. And uh, yes, have, I agree with you. And, and I, I, I and, almost feel, Steve, the second question is more important than the first, meaning when you feel stressed, what are the ways that, you know, you would like me to respond to you? Mm, okay. That's a good, no, that's good. Yeah, because I think that's the thing. We, we, and I, I, I say this repeatedly that we make things so much harder than they need to be. And mm-hmm. we often act like we need, like sometimes we just, I feel like we're pretending a lot of times on how we should be acting because we don't know when all we have to do is ask. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's, it's so, to me, it's so simple. If you're not sure, then just say, in what way could I best be, or, you know, in what way would you most like? And I'm not sure why people don't do that. I don't know if it's a, it doesn't occur to them or somehow they feel less than because I should know that or because I, they feel vulnerable asking. I'm not sure, but it's an amazing thing that through the years, I have often said to my couples, you know, why don't you just ask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I, um, and, and this is the, I mean, this is one of the benefits I think of marriage is it's supposed to be at least a very secure, safe place to open up. And I understand there's vulnerability when you open up, but that's what marriage provides is that, that safe space. Um, I was listening to a different podcast and they were talking about, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy and uh-huh. how, they were using it for, um, I guess, young young people, youths uh, who are getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And they they had this program where they were running these experiments. And long story short, what they were doing is they were um, basically had one one kid uh, hold something in their hand and told the other kid, "Get it out of their hand. You can do anything you want. Just get." Yeah, they were holding like an eraser. Get that eraser mm-hmm. out of their hand. Mm-hmm. And you have 60 seconds to do it. And they would say, go. And immediately uh, the kid would start trying to pry open his hand and they would fight and run around and all this other stuff. And the 60 seconds would end. And then they would ask, why didn't you just ask him to give it to you? Right, right. And it just didn't occur to them. Oh, (laughs) I could have just asked. Like, yeah, Yeah. they might have said no, but like you just ask. And I think a lot of times we just forget to do the most obvious thing. And so, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. Well, I think it's a good point. I think it's a very good point. But again, I think that there's vulnerability when you ask. Um, And I was just on another podcast this morning where I was talking about, you know, you were saying that in your relationship – in your marriage, that's where you're supposed to feel safest. But I think that that's also where we feel the most vulnerable. Mm. So that is a great point too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, did you have anything uh, else that you wanted to add or you want to button this one up? No, I think, uh, I think we did a good job. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think we did a good job too. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, Karen. I love doing our podcasts um, and uh, really appreciate your time. I'm always happy to speak with you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Uh, She 
uh, is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, Make It Last. She has her own podcast radio show called Take 5 to Empower Your Relationship. And in just five minutes, Karen will present a real relationship issue, tell you what's behind it and how to resolve it. And as I mentioned, that airs every Wednesday on the Sex Talk Radio Network. Karen also has a set of audio and video tools that are produced by Karen called Pillars for Partnership. And you can get all this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. We also have links to Karen's website on hitchedmag.com. If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, uh, you can hit us up on uh, our podcast page. We have a giant email button there. Or you can reach us on the social platforms Facebook, uh, Twitter, those are the those are the ones we communicate a lot with, but we also post on Instagram and Pinterest and all the other big ones. Uh, so hopefully you're reaching us there. And um, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. So one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right. Take care, everybody. And it's about you.